I'm Isaac Akoni, an account executive at InfoBeep Nigeria. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of InfoBeep Africa's Beep Gurus podcast series, where we're joined by industry experts to unpack everything tech-related in the customer experience space and more. Uh, today, I'm joined by Ijoma Okeke, the CXP lead for, for Nigerian Network, and we'll be discussing enhancing customer experience in the gaming industry. Ijoma, thank you for joining us. We're absolutely delighted to have you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me, Isaac. I'm quite excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. We're excited to also have you. Uh, you know, so the gaming industry, one of the biggest, if not the, okay, maybe not the biggest yet, you know, but um, we've seen reports that the industry is expected to keep growing year on year. Um, some reports say about 12% increase. You know, what are your thoughts towards the growth generally or the projections for growth for, for the gaming industry in Africa? It's on point. You know, um, the fact that people it's it's people are using that as a leisure, you know, um, to unwind, engage, and actually more like put their money where their mouth is in terms of yeah. people. You know, Africa and Nigeria in particular is very passionate about sports. And so this gives them an opportunity, you know, to be able to do better with their friends, engage, discuss. It's just a beautiful platform that is uh, an industry that is really, I would say, emerging and getting stronger in Africa and in Nigeria in particular. So the projections, I would say I totally agree with. Right, right. Uh, I know you have some sort of experience in industry yourself. Um Hopefully, I won't get into trouble for saying, you know, uh, it's not usually a female-dominated industry. So, is there a story for you there? How did you... I, I won't say... Um, so, it depends on where you're looking at it from aspect yeah. of uh, people working in the industry. I have a lot of female friends within the industry. Um, and just the same way with most industries. But I think in terms of where people kind of have this misconception is in terms of the customer base. You know, do we have more female in punters than male punters, or, or is it equally distributed? That yeah. is, you know, <laughs> for discussion. But in terms of work, it's work. The skills required are the same are the same type of skills that are required to deliver on any other corporate goal. And then this is done based on who has the necessary skills for what is required. So in terms of the workforce for in the gaming industry, I won't say the female. I don't think. I would say we have more male than female, you know, depending on the skill set you're looking for and who has those skill sets. But in terms of customer base and those that are actively betting, yes, I don't, I do believe that probably we have most likely more male than <laughs> female. female punters, yes. Yeah. So speaking of skill set, I would say the most important for an industry of that type would be customer experience, you know. Um, I'll speak for Africa, where um, you know I've spent most of my life. Um, customer experience seems to be the deciding factor in the industry, right? And I'm sure you would agree with me with, on on that one. Uh, so, what do you think? Yeah, is the most important priority for customer experience in the gaming industry? I think for me, is in terms of like every other industry, we're all here to make make profits, and you can only yeah, make sure, of course, on what the customer wants. So for you to deliver on what the customer wants, you need to be able to understand who your customer is, what do they like, what are their expectations, and how can you meet their expectation? Because to actually thrive in any business, you are meeting an expectation and getting value for it. 
So what are the expectations of this customer? And what would differentiate your services from the services of all the other operators within your industry? And that's customer experience. It's a, it's a common differentiator across all industry. How easy is it to interact on your platform? How easy mm. is it to execute the key processes, you know, or placing the beds, um, making a withdrawal, making a deposit, um, inquiring about your services? How easy, how interactive are your platforms? And how do they meet the expectations of your customers? So for you to know the expectations of your customer, you need to know who your customer is. And you need to be right. able to mine insights, you know, from your interactions with your customer. And at the same time, you know, trying to meet those kind of expectations. I think that's for me is key. Who are your customer? Do you know your customer? Right, right. Uh, so to, to just lend a voice to that, you know, uh, I've also worked with many, many gaming businesses. And I know at the back end, the core system itself, is usually similar, right? Um, the old odds engine and all that, usually probably the same provider. And yes. the difference between, you know, Bookie A and Booking B is usually that experience. Um, yes. So there's a book I read recently, uh, Gemma, and it speaks on, on. Um, so the company said there was two options. Either they promised their customers 24 hours, same day cash out and not deliver, or not promise them that 24 hours cash out, you know, and deliver to them. Um, so it's a case of overpromise, underdeliver, or underpromise and not deliver at all, right? What do you say is more important for for gaming businesses, really? Seeing that the competition is around the experience, not the gaming engine itself. So do you think overpromise, underdeliver, or just do your best? Okay, for me, I will take it from a different angle. If, for example, right. you promise your customers 24 hours. And you're delivering five hours to you. You've over delivered because you promised them 24. You're delivering on four, a five. But you need to understand, do a bit of competition analysis. If you're delivering on five, in your own perspective, you know, exceeded your, not the customer, your expectation. But what does the customer want? If I have another industry, another com uh, um, company that is delivering doing this within five minutes, why would I go with that one? Why go with you? You set an expectation for yourself. You set a target for yourself. You've exceeded that target. That's what it is. Because at the end of the day, you need to first of all understand, like I said, going back to customer understanding. If you understand your customer, understand what they want. It's an outside-in approach, not an inside-out. So you don't define your you don't define a target, and expect your customers to align with it. You have to understand your customers, what your customers want, and then try to align your strategy, your execution. On what your customer expects so that's why i'm saying that i kind of would not truly you know stand in what you just said but in terms of what do your customer want a typical nigerian when it comes Wants to everything money, now <laughs> yes a typical nigerian when it comes i mean it's also me if i need to make a transfer and i want to transfer to you i want the transfer to hit your account immediately yeah that's it if i want to do and if it has to do with money we have zero patient threshold for it. We want it now, immediate. So that's my expectation. So if you set an expectation like, oh, yeah, um, Isaac will receive your money within 24 hours. You set your, ex that's your expectation. That's your target, not mine. But if you want to meet mm -hmm. my expectation, you need to first of all understand, what do I want? And then you platform it. Wow. So it reminds me of a quote I saw somewhere. I'll paraphrase. It said something around, if you set small goals and hit them, 
you would have hit your goals, but you still live an, an ordinary life. You Fantastic. know, so if you're if you're certain under promising, just so that you can say you over delivered, yeah. or you're under promising, you know, something that is not even worth delivering on in the first place, you're still going to lose the customer. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Exactly. Uh, now. I know your experience in the industry um, is more towards enterprise. Uh, I know you work on one of the largest, uh, but if you bring it down, scale it down to businesses that are just starting out, you know, with little funding, um, they don't have so much money to throw around with marketing and, and customer experience. Uh, to a very large extent, we've established that know your customer, know what they want. But with this industry where they've been, I would say they've been spoiled with one of with the big names, you know, for someone just entering, new entrants, what do you think should be their focus in terms of building and getting their own market share? Um, if From a business perspective, I would say in terms of you need to know what your target market is. And depending on, on how big you are or, or the kind of funds you have, you have to decide whether you want to operate regionally and not national, or whether you want to operate at a state level or at a local government level, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's just the truth. You look at what you have. You look at your purse. You look at how big you, how how the funds you have, how big the funds you have, and then you, it will be it will help you to define how you want to operate. And um, you don't have to operate nationally when you don't have the money for national. Okay. Hmm. So the same will be the experience is in terms of what's your target market, who are the customers that you're targeting, where are they located, how do you channel that to maximize value. That's just it. And how do you design your processes, you know, to be able to exceed the expectations? <laughs> and for you to be able to exceed the expectations, you have to sit back to understand who they are, what they want, you know, and then that will be the bedrock for how you design your ex your strategy, your experience strategy. And it has to be in line with your business strategy, which at this point may be at the regional level or mm. the local government level or the rest of it. So, so that's if I would quote you on, on this, if I quote you, Jema, you, you're saying we should spend more on actually getting the strategy right before even deploying marketing solution or deploying the the, totally. the the platform itself. Totally, Isaac. Because the truth is, what's the strategy on? The strategy mm -hmm. is on what do you want? I want to make money. How do yeah, I make okay. money? You know, how do I make money? What kind of funds do I have to be able to build what I want to build? So rather than start off, should I start small and scale up? Or can I do a big bang approach and just hit it there? And then the second part is in terms of, so by the time you understand that, then your customer experience strategy will be designed, you know, to align with what your business strategy is. You know, what your brand attribute is. And then what your market strategy is in terms of, you know what, are you hitting at a local level? Are you going to play at a, a national level are you going to play at you know uh, um africa level or international level it just depends you know on how you want to be able to do this right right uh well that, that's uh that's something to think about you know because most times uh, i i see because i have some startup experience myself um and we've seen where on the pressure of looking good to the public you know declaring some big numbers on linkedin and the rest of that um, I've seen businesses miss this very, very important key aspect of growth, which yes. is getting strategy right. Um, yes. So yes. you're saying get strategy right first, then mm -hmm. focus on what your customers want, yes. and then you're on the way to to deploying a, a world-class gaming experience. Yes. Uh, yeah. And just a bit outside of gaming, I'll, I'll talk yeah. about, like, if you travel outside of the country and you go to some regions, you actually see regional TV stations, 
local TV stations, you see national TV stations, um, state TV stations, and the rest of it. Like I'm, I'm staying in Kushofe, for example. If I'm staying in Kushofe, or I'm staying in um, Leki, Etiosa local government, there's an Etiosa local government level TV station, for example. And then if you want a Lagos State TV station, it's available. Then there's a national TV station. Then there's a regional TV station. Then there's a, an international TV station. So if I know that I have the funds and I have and I feel that my customer base or the base I want to address, I need to use local government, for example. I focus there. I establish yeah. that and I build it from there. But if I want to expand, I can scale up. You know, based on my sources, based on my knowledge, based on, on the skills I've acquired and the rest of it, I can decide, okay, you know what, well, let me scale up now to maybe not re, not national, but state level, you know, because I'm beginning to understand the market better and stuff like that. So that's is, that's my approach to it. So you're saying no pressure to scale, you know, attend to your customers, make them Understand. happy. Yes. And, and grow from there. Yes. Awesome, awesome. You know, because these customers these days will seem that their voices and opinions uh, are very, very, you know, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Let me look for a better word, you know. I mean, they say um, the, the world is a global village. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I would say a social network has made it not just a global, it's not a village anymore. It's almost as a street level. Now yeah. we are here. Where exactly. Your business yeah. is outside. So you yeah. have to. I mean, one, one little mistake and, and you're cancelled, you know. Yeah. Uh, customers now are in demand, things that were purchased to them and now things they demand from businesses. Yes. Um, you know, and having the right customer experience strategy, you're saying from what I'm learning today, is one of the most crucial things or one of the most crucial um, aspects that businesses need to, to focus on. Yes. Uh, well, as we close this now, uh, I know you would say there's no silver bullet, but again, you've been long enough in this industry to know one thing that we can start with now, you know, in terms of thoughts. Right. I understand I need to focus on strategy and I understand that I need to focus on what my customers want. But aside that, do you think we're missing anything else? What else would you say is important to, to creating that entire strategy? So you know, this is this is free guru session. I'm sure these are things that <laughs> these are things that probably cost a lot if you bring you on board, uh, you know, some sort of advisory board. Uh, no. But hey, while we're still here, so why not get the most yeah. of it? So, so I, I think for me, I'm going to talk from the one I know, which is in terms of customer experience that I'm, I'm yeah. very comfortable with. So, I mean, if at the business level you've designed your business strategy, you've this is where you, this is what you want. This is your forecast. This is the region or level you want to play in. Then you you now design your customer experience strategy to align with your business strategy. How do you? Because what you're saying, how do you bring? whatever business strategy or goal that you have, how do you bring it to four? And, and customer experience is a differentiating factor. So by the time for you to be able to do that, in terms of you need to understand who your customers are. Now, when you understand your customers, understand or your, or your or the customers you want to be able to serve, when you understand what they want, how they yeah. want it. Sometimes what is their challenge with their existing organization yeah. or providers do you understand and then yeah. you are able to now design an experience that is not what you think they want but what you've been able to so you can solicit this differently from just even observational you know like ob observational research where you're just sitting there and observing them in their natural habitat you know like 
how where they go to to go and play, why they go to the place they go to, they go to play, soliciting you know feedback, soliciting even feedback from those that are servicing them, you know is also very key because they're going to get a lot of insights from this. You know, by the time you do that, then you now put all these things in designing an experience. So when you look at the platform, it can be in terms of the color, the way it's positioned, the things they frequently do to bring that to the fore, and the things they, yeah. they, this is the list to, to bring, put that to the, you know, to the back. You know, um, how easy is this? I mean, there's some websites you can go. You actually need to go to a school to be able to do any interaction on those websites. But there's some websites you, you go into as a novice, you can actually feel your way around. Because I yeah. think the what customers want is I want to enjoy it. Because for me, for for me, it's not just about I'm going there to do this. I'm also going there to, it's it's a leisure. I want to relax. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. So it has to be easy. I'm not going to school, you know. <laughs> it's easy. It has to be enjoyable. It has to be interactive. I need to be excited, you know, when I'm on the platform. So these are the things you look at. So and that is when you when you fully understand your customers, you're able to design it. Now, if you know that the bulk of your customers are, are not well read, are blue collar, you know, then you cannot design something too sophisticated that is only someone who works in Silicon Valley, <laughs> in the tech no, company, Silicon Valley that can use it, then you've missed the mark. Yeah. But you need to put into consideration. Who are my customers in designing the basic things, you know, that you want to be able to do? That's very key, you know. And then you need to also keep measuring at every point in time, soliciting feedback, measuring, you know, in terms of how how satisfied are they with across all the key processes, how satisfied are they, how happy with the are they with the services you're providing with your platform and the rest of it. You have to keep measuring because it's not I've done it and that's it. It's a continuous journey you need to keep con continuously improving and for you to continuously improve, you need to make sure you have the funnel you know where you're actually mining insights from voice of the customers what are the customers saying how are they measuring you what met measuring and methodology are you actually using to measure that you know how are you gathering your insights and I, I always tell people gathering insights both from the customers and from the frontline teams that are supporting those customers you know right right that's really key for me yes Awesome, awesome. Uh, we could go on and on about this, but uh, I think we're out of time. Uh, yeah. So one thing I was going to add was, you know, since you mentioned many, many points, uh, you know, there is a sort of mindset that brings people into the gaming industry. Uh, there's something they're looking for, right? So it's your job, whoever is starting the business or whoever is looking to grow that business to figure out why why they came around. You know, Ijama said a lot about many moving parts, um, maybe may sound slightly complex to someone just starting out, uh, but InfoBeep is offering a customer experience maturity assessment. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a consultative program just like this, but a one-on-one, -on -one, more one-on-one -on -one session where you can speak to industry experts, uh, many of them we have around, um, and we hope you understand your unique customer experience journey. Um, today we discussed the, the gaming industry and we had an expert around. Um, you could be in finance, you could be in insurance, you could be in banking, um, you could be in fintech, the new wave, you know, trying to understand customer experience, accelerate your growth, know what to focus on. Um, uh, this CX majority assessment was designed just for that. Um, our team would sit with you, understand your business, understand your use case and present, you know, a very workable plan for your customer experience strategy. Um, if this sounds like something you're interested in. Uh, you can send us an email at info at infobib.com 
for go to URL b.ly forward slash infobibcx maturity test. I repeat b.ly forward slash infobibcx maturity test or reach out to us on you know the many social media platforms you have around. Uh, free advertisement there. So Ijoma, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I know I've asked you many things today. So any final thoughts from you? Any final words as we close now? Final words for me will be um, you cannot um, you cannot overemphasize the importance of knowing your customers. That's very key, and that's the beginning for me in terms of customer experience, in terms of you building your customer experience strategy. And so I would say um, it's important to know your customers. And one thing you need to understand is your customer experience is the main differentiative factor from your other competition. So you need to focus on that. And it's not just paid lip service, but make it something that is on top of the mind for you at every point in time. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jumma, for joining us in today's Deep Gurus podcast. I would like to thank all our listeners also for joining us. Please keep following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn for future installments of the Deep Gurus podcast series. If you want to know more about InfoBeep and everything we have to offer, check us out online at www.infobeep.com. And remember, we're just starting. Goodbye.